WFOD. My name is Mike. I am joined by the king of pranks, the albino alligator, the popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse. Hustle watch, hustle watch, hustle and hulse, hustle watch. Listen, before we get into anything, I just want to alert the listeners to a uh, potential hustle watch. Hold on, uh, I, got the, I got the jingle, Travis. And let's I, do it. You know let's hit funny, it. Funny enough, Travis, I think I have a hustle watch for you, too. Sweet. Oh, no. Everything is wrong. Oh, no. What's going on here? What did you do? Take shit apart? Oh, you know what? I think it might have been the wrong cord, Kurt. Let me try this one. It is Man, time that's the one for the hustle watch. I had the wrong cord plugged in. That's really weird, Travis. Oh, what a strange thing to have the wrong cord plugged in. Uh, so anyway, the makers uh, and producers of uh, Fruit Stripe Gum just announced that they will no longer produce or distribute the long classic Fruit Stripe Gum. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Fruit Stripe Gum, the mascot is a zebra. Travis, I have uh, some of that in my locker at work. It's the only thing in my locker. I have that and and a big thing of bowls because at some point I decided I was going to bring uh, oatmeal to work and eat that on oh, my sure. first break. But then I never did. So I just have bowls and fruit stripe gum. That's bowls and fruit stripe locker. gum. So, uh, yeah, so the mascot is a zebra. And if you're not familiar with fruit stripe gum, if you've never enjoyed fruit stripe gum, it is the gum that the flavor lasts exactly three chews oh yeah no uh, it, it it dies almost immediately and then it's <clears> just sour bad taste yeah it's just there's nothing there so you you just chomp <laughs> like three times you get a blast of fruit flavor and then there is no flavor whatsoever uh however it is a classic it's a vintage product has been around for a long time oh, uh, sure. it there's reminds me of my childhood yeah. i haven't bought it probably in you know 15 20 years however it is being discontinued, uh, so I highly encourage listeners to run out and buy a couple of packs of Fruit Stripe gum, sit on those for a handful of years, and the nostalgia will kick back in for, for, for many people uh, where you can uh, definitely make a profit on that. So Fruit Stripe gum is my uh, hustle watch for the evening. Travis, I have a hustle watch for you, but it's, it's somebody who uh, has broken the mold, Travis, who is uh, going out there and innovating ways to hustle. I heard of a, it's a TikTok account, Travis. Uh, the gal- you, did, did you download TikTok? Do you have TikTok or you just see TikToks so, other places? Travis, what happened was years and years and years, I was anti-downloading TikTok to my phone. I was like, I'm not doing it. I hear too much stuff. I'm not going to get started. People would send yeah. me TikToks and I was just able to open them like on the link that they sent. And sure, of course. Without actually having TikTok on my phone. Right. And then I think it was uh, Thanksgiving, uh, one of my nieces said, can I watch TikTok on your phone? And I, I immediately downloaded it uh, and let her watch TikTok on my phone, Travis. So now you just have TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So okay, that, see, that's so what I, it took, Travis. That's one, like, I, I, I refuse, <clears throat> I refuse to deal with any more social media you know, I had Facebook, uh, Twitter. I was late to the Instagram party. I never put Snapchat on my phone. I refuse to do TikTok. I refuse to do any of the so-called the Twitter, the new Twitters, the, like new Twitters, Blue Sky, sky Blue, and, and what, 
threads and, and- truth social. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. I'm done. So if if Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, I guess now known as X, if they no longer function, I just won't have social media anymore. Trez, you should so. get you should be on our Discord. It's weird that you're not in there. I think I'm on there. I just never go to it. Yeah, no, our Discord is fun because people. I also talk don't about the like Discord. Like I don't like I'm on our Discord. I'm on because I'm a a, a patron of a couple of other podcasts. Travis, I uh, know for a fact you're not on our Discord. Uh, oh, you look. You are noticeably absent from our. Discord. I thought I looked in there one time, and all you people, all you were doing like a year ago, was talking about that Among Us game. I swear to Christ, I've been in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I have no use for Discord. I know that it's like a whole social thing. You can watch things and play things and talk. Yeah, there's probably all sorts of great things you can do in a Discord. I just don't care anymore. I don't want it. I don't want extra ways to communicate i don't i if it like i said if facebook instagram and twitter disappear tomorrow you will no longer find me on a social media platform i'm just i'm over all of it travis this gal her name is uh ug i guess that's ug ugh 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 uh and then an underscore and then the name madison her entire tiktok presence from what i can tell travis is she goes to various buffets and sees how long she can stay and makes videos about it. Has she done... I've been hearing a lot of things. People seem to be doing that with Applebee's, with the all-you-can-eat deals that Applebee's do, uh, whether it be for their riblets or their chicken wings or yeah. or whatever. And people just sit at Applebee's for hours and hours and hours, forcing the wait staff to just continually be, bring out... <laughs> plate after plate after plate of things so i'd be curious to see if she had also done i, I have i have some examples of some of her her content travis it's it's a lot of fun i think i spent 12 hours at golden corral what an accomplishment <laughs> limited food and drink for one dollar an hour best day ever i think i got my money's worth but let me know what you think and she she does like a full recap of the whole story uh, she has a very noticeable lisp yeah yeah she does travis but it's kind of fun I wouldn't hang out with her, Travis, but I like watching her stuff. I got there at 1120 and paid $13 for the all-you-can-eat buffet. The food was amazing. I was having so much fun until she tried to bring me my check. Can I still get more food? The only thing I'm checking out is another plate at the buffet. I've only had six <laughs> plates of food, and I wanted ice cream, but it was completely frozen. You get charged $2 if you don't finish your ice cream, but I already paid $13. I don't have $2 to spare. I went up to get more food, but when I came back to my table, everything was gone. My waitress said she's sorry, but she brought me a refill, and I continued to fill up my tummy with cookies and it's almost time for dinner. I tried to get dinner food, then this happened. I guess I ate everything, so it's time to tip my waitress and the guy who kicked me out. <laughs> and she's very polite. She isn't like an asshole. Like when they finally say, hey, you've been here for 10 hours, you have to leave. Then she's like, oh, okay. And like she tips everybody and leaves. Well, yeah, there's nothing. I've been to Golden Corral. There's nothing on the signage. They don't say anything when you're checking in. Right. There's nothing that says there's a time limit. They, they don't say you, you can't. Won't. Yeah, they don't say you can't be here for every meal of the day. The fact that they finally went out and said something to her 10 hours later is very amusing. <laughs> Travis, we're still on the same uh, tick with Hustle Watch stuff, and I know that you're an avid eBay man. Have you heard about the crazy eBay story with them 
sent where the eBay employees sent cockroaches and uh, oh, oh, what was the other thing? Mice? Was it cockro- cockroaches uh, and mice? A bloody pig mask, funeral wreaths, Travis. <laughs> yeah, because what was the deal? They were mad at some sellers or something on there, so they sent them a bunch of just nasty shit. So, Travis, this lady, I have a whole bunch of clips because I was hoping you hadn't heard of this. Yeah, I heard just the 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 Cliff's notes. So this lady writes a blog, Travis. It's worse than like she sold. She didn't even sell stuff on there. She writes a blog about like buying stuff online. Okay. And she wrote a blog post saying, "Hey, you know the CEO of eBay makes like a kajillion dollars more than like most of the people that work for eBay." <laughs> yeah of course i mean that's that's it a lady who writes a blog sure and so uh i i have i I, i'm skipping ahead because i want you to hear the interaction between the ceo of ebay and the coo of ebay when they heard about this blog post ebay's then ceo devin wenig shared a link to this post dinah had written about his annual pay eBay's chief communications officer, Steve Weimer, wrote back, we're going to crush this lady. About a month later, Wenig, the CEO of eBay, texted, take her down. Prosecutors say Steve Weimer later texted eBay security director Jim Baugh, I want to see ashes, as long as it takes, whatever it takes. Just a few days later, investigators say Baugh set up a meeting with his security staff at eBay's California headquarters, posted a map of Natick on the wall, and then dispatched a team to Boston. So, like, they got a goon squad, Travis. <laughs> so they put together a whole hit a hit team just because she said, look how much money the CEO yeah, makes. look how much money he makes. I, they, I, I every other the CEO of eBay was probably a very wealthy man. Of like, course. They just, they just released today, I think, that Bob Iger this year, his salary was down this year to uh, like thirty-one million dollars. Poor guy. Uh, from two years ago, when his salary was forty-five million dollars. Do you think that Bob Iger is going to hire a hit team to send to Variety's offices to take <laughs> out that journalist? But I had not heard about this, Travis. But they, they just settled the lawsuit. Apparently, thirty million, uh, right? Three million. Yeah, it's three million. eBay will pay a three million dollar fine to settle criminal charges after former employees launched a cyber stalking campaign against a native couple. So this harassment started in 2019 after the couple wrote a newsletter criticizing eBay. Well, workers targeted them, mailing them some disturbing items, including a bloody pig mask and a book about surviving the loss of a spouse. <laughs> We got a phone call from uh, a, a shop in Arizona that said that uh, w- they couldn't deliver the wet specimen that we had ordered. And I, not having any idea what a wet specimen was, I, I asked her. Uh, she said it was an embalmed pig fetus. I was totally in this couple's favor, and I was going to say, man, that is the most lucrative blog post that anybody's ever written in the history of blog posts. Yeah. And then that man started talking. He's terrified, Travis. It's how what is that four years, five years later, and he's still just so broken up about this package he received in 2019. Get fucking real. Now, Travis, I know I say this all the time, but seriously, Travis, we got to make this movie. Oh, it'd be an amazing movie. 
eBay hit squad, like trying to figure out who's doing this. And it was find out it's eBay. (laughs) Yeah. It'd have to be like, like the Adam McKay movie, like the big short with like just all sorts of like different character actors in different segments where it's all about the same thing. Group of absolute weirdo troll people. They're all separate stories that converge on the same story, but none of these people actually really ever meet each other would be just priceless. I would watch the shit out of this movie. So like five people went to jail for this. Yeah. No, I if mean, none can, of which are the, the you know, the rich people. They, they if you, just if you sent can, these employees who acted on their own, Travis. Oh, of, of course. They had no idea. If you can if you can make a movie out of that whole GameStop short thing with like Paul Dano. You can a hundred percent make a movie out of this crazy eBay story. Like I, in a pinch, I did make the teaser trailer. Be careful who you criticize online. Assemble the team. I want to see ashes as long as it takes whatever it takes. Darling, I wrote a blog about eBay, and now they're coming for us. Get Liam Neeson, Travis. Of course. Of course you do. Liam Neeson wrote the blog. Now he's got to protect himself and his family from the multi-million dollar corporate goons from eBay. I love it. Travis, like, these, it's, people, these people like rented vans to follow them. They were like put, trying to put trackers on their car and stuff because the lady wrote a blog post. This makes me feel like I should be paying fewer fees on eBay. Like if they have all of that money <laughs> to be able to do this and to be able to stalk these people for that long. I just sold something today for $40. I received $33 for it. They're they're making too much goddamn money. They've become money too powerful. If, if they can afford to do to do this, they hire like a like a squad of mercenaries to go after bloggers. Travis, it makes me feel like it sets a a pretty solid precedent for us to also write a blog post about uh, random CEOs and how much more money they make than their their next in lines. Like that's like a full time job now that you see that they got three million dollars for this is to just the all day long. All you do is write blog posts about CEOs making too much money and hoping somebody takes the bait. Yeah, just you find one who's real sensitive. Yeah, you know, somebody that's slightly unhinged. What you probably want to do is you want to check out instagrams and their their twitters and find ones who reply to people because i don't know if you look at the comments you know yeah i don't know if you saw the uh the ashley madison documentary that they made uh it was pretty good uh and if those aren't familiar with ashley madison it is the website where people go to cheat on their spouses oh Uh, yeah it's it's the dating app for people who want to cheat on their spouse yeah it's tinder for fucking cheaters they're dirtbags they're providing them a service to have sex with people who aren't their significant other. But I feel like that guy was an insane person and seemed very crazy. I feel like the main guy, to, the guy, yeah, the, it, the main guy isn't Ashley Madison. No, he and also no longer is with the company. Like he, they bounced him and now they revamped Ashley Madison. It still exists, but uh, not like it used to, but that guy was an insane person. We just need to find more insane CEOs <laughs> 
of weird companies and just write blog posts about them, hoping that they'll come after we'll us. just start a whole new wing of the website travis where we just like share how much people make and how they shouldn't make that much yeah and we'll just pay like a content farm in india to just churn out these like we don't even have to do it we'll just give like this content farm in india like i don't know like five grand and say hey for the next year just write blogs every day about CEOs and how much money they make and how ridiculous it is. Laura and, will uh, be checking our bank statements and be like, what is all this money you're paying to India? And I'll say, <laughs> shush, it's worth it. It's an investment. It's it's more stable than Bitcoin. <laughs> Look, Travis is out buying fruit stripe gum and I'm trying to piss off CEOs. <laughs> We're hustling, baby. Eventually, this whole show is going to pay off. <laughs> We'll get them yep. all riled up, and then we'll cash out, Travis. That's right. And in between the talk of the CEOs, I'll tell you about all of the random processed grocery foods that are going discontinued, so you can rush out to make money on them, like yogurt blast pop tarts. Which Knowing not our been a luck, thing though, we'll probably years. we'll probably just get hit with like a libel suit and like have to pay more money. That's what'll happen to us. Like we won't <sighs> get the pig masks. We'll just get sued. We're reporting the truth. We just say, hey, look at this son of a bitch making so much money. The next person in line makes this much money, and the average worker makes this much money. So, so we'll it's take not, out the stuff not, about them being on Ashley Madison, and we'll just stick to the facts is what you're un- Yeah, we don't unless, get salacious. We, unless we can find proof that they're on Ashley Madison. <laughs> <laughs> eBay says they have fully cooperated with the investigation, adding in a statement to ABC News. The misconduct of these former employees was wrong, and we will do what is fair and appropriate to try to address what the Steiners went through. The events from 2019 should never have happened. And as eBay expressed to the Steiners, we are very sorry for what they endured. We're sorry we got caught, A. And two, these people weren't thrill killing. They were acting on behalf of ebay because this lady said shit about ebay i was gonna say did, don't they have a direct quote from the ceo to the coo about what he expected to happen to these people yeah no he was just kidding yeah i was just joking the fact that they actually took it and ran with it we yeah, fired like those people. five or five or six ebay employees got on a plane and went to boston to fuck with these people but i didn't know anything about it they, <laughs> they probably were just sitting in the break room they're like you guys want to do something for fun? Completely off the books of eBay. Like, you know, we're we're just friends here. Work buds looking for something to do. <laughs> Let's get on a plane, rent a van, and conduct surveillance on this random couple uh, and just terrorize them because that sounds really good. And also, hopefully we don't have to take any vacation time away from eBay to do this. Uh, and they'll just be understanding that we need to uh, do this extracurricular activity on our own, independent of the CEO. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a, that's another thing. You could probably just see if, like, you know, they, they charged for the hours, right? Right, like, exactly. Oh, yeah, they were they get... acting on behalf of eBay. They paid them for the time that they were doing this. So yep. there you go. They're, they're on the clock. eBay's liable. Or you think they're just salaried, like, you know, uh, you, you just you mail a pig mask when you can get to it. We're not going to charge you an hourly rate, a grand for one harassment. I mean, it's like going to get if you're salaried, it's like going to get a haircut on company time. You know, it's just kind of expected as a salaried person. Whereas at eBay, it's just kind of accepted that you're going to fly across the country and uh, give somebody a bloody pig mask with a book that says uh, how to deal when your spouse dies. 
Did I, I told you that Tyler Fowler, he's going to be on the program after the break. Uh, he's a you, you told me. Comedy man. Uh, looking forward to talking to him. Travis, speaking of surveillance, I want to tell you about uh, <laughs> what's going on in Quebec. Oh, please. Did you see Liquid's post? Liquid t- tuned me into this one about the, the, the guys in Quebec saying that you can't film the porch pirates. One of the most wonderful things in the past handful of years that has come to fruition is the ring door uh, doorknob cam where yeah. uh, you can totally see all of the people who steal your Amazon packages. Um, and this feeds directly into that, right? Yeah, yeah, but in, in Quebec, Travis, you can't use those and post them. Police in Quebec issued a warning to victims saying that posting videos of things being stolen could violate the privacy of the thieves. Yeah, I said that right. Needless to say, that message has not gone over well. It's sparking a fierce backlash on social media. Canadian police say if anyone has video evidence of a crime, it should be turned over to investigators and not posted publicly. Because there's two things that we know. One is that the police spend a lot of time worrying about your package that got stolen <laughs> off your off your doorstep. Um, and two, the best thing about this is... They got the crime how, lab working on it, I heard, Travis. Oh, 24-7. I mean, they, they got their best guys working on it. Uh, <laughs> this, guy, this guy just bought a dildo for his wife for Christmas to try to spice up their sex life. Somebody stole it off his porch. We needed to allocate all resources to this. People are always citing Canada as just this wonderful utopia outside (laughs) of American purview, uh, just as free as America, but without all of the nonsense. And here you have this. They took my package, eh? You cannot post the images yourself uh, because you have to remember that in Canada, we have a presumption of innocence. And posting that picture could be a violation of private life. We have a presumption of innocence. Uh, so video evidence should not be shared. Video evidence uh, on your own property, too. Like, I, I mean, yeah. like, as far as can you post it, why would you not be able to post it? It's You're goddamn right. On I your can. porch. You know, being in a rural area, there's a lot of hunters uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, one of the things that people love to post the most is when people are trespassing on their hunting property and they catch them with their trail cam. So they'll post that on social media and be like, oh, Hey, who are these fuckers are just walking around on your property. Yeah. yeah. Be like, who, who are these fuckers? We would like to tell them they uh, are not welcome on our property when we're not around. Yeah, There's or... lots of good stuff on the next door, Travis, the next. Oh door yes. Yes. I've lots next of door ring too. cameras. I yeah. don't get a mm-hmm. ring camera, Travis. Cause I don't want to know. I don't either. Yeah. Don't tell me. I, I don't want to know. It'll just it'll just freak me out. Yeah, I have zero interest in seeing the random people who maybe approach my door when I'm sleeping or not home. Yeah, I don't. I don't if like I don't that. know about them, they're not there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not quite sure what the fascination is with seeing who's fucking around by your front door uh, and when. But uh, yeah, I, I just I prefer not. I, I guess, prefer uh, not to. Some people they do want to know, Travis. Once something happens, then I'll, then I'll probably know. Yeah, why why spend your life living in fear when you can just turn a blind eye? <laughs> Guys, what we're going to do? Going to take a break. Going to regroup. Then we're going to talk to Tyler Fowler. He's a comedy man looking forward to that stick around. W-F-O-D. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source drunk and this week he talks to Renee Rapp about her new film Mean Girls in theaters now. Describe this movie to me. 
imagine if you just took like 50 people who are like all very theatrical and artistic in very different ways, but also incredibly similar, and put them in a school in the middle of New Jersey um, with really low ceilings, just a flag. Um, and we're like, go girls. Sounds like a blast. My friends would like you, because I have very judgmental friends. Mm, I bet they wouldn't. Someone at Joe Doe. Do you even want to know? If you ask in Trevi Key Pants, the answer's fucking no. Don't ring to say hello. Don't knock to sell me blow. Get off my fucking porch, bitch. And don't you do it slow. Hello. Oh, look, a leprechaun! Grab him by the pussy. 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 She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where that's some nice furniture. I moved in her like a bitch. Well, I've never been to space. But I've seen 11 Star Wars. They use swords made out of lasers. Go to funky alien jazz bars. Just grab the bottom of the cup, rip it, and win. Prizes include a new car or a discount on teriyaki fries. At Wong Burger, when it's right, it's Wong. Some customers may get their dicks ripped off. I'm not intimidating, I know that. I got mugged. Same friend goes, don't you think that would have ended differently if you were carrying a gun? Yeah. Uh, he would have also gotten a gun. <laughs> Great. Now this guy's on the loose with my phone, my wallet, and now two guns. <laughs> Once again, WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Our guest tonight is a stand-up comedian. His new special, My Mom Said I Can't Go, is being released in chapters on his Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Follow along at Tyler Fowler Comedy or see when he's performing near you at TylerFowlerComedy.com. Guys, Tyler Fowler is on the program. Hello, what's up, guys? I was I was kind of uh, wondering if, if you were going to come or not because I saw you have, like, a show at seven and a show at nine. Yeah, uh, I'm in between. 
<laughs> you work a lot, don't you, Tyler? Yeah, I like to stay busy. Can you hear me okay? I got a uh, headphones. Do I need them? Uh, I, I don't think he sounds okay, doesn't he? Yeah, he sounds good. Oh, well, then what are we doing? Yeah, take take him <laughs> um, out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm late. I'm, I'm last on the 9 o'clock show, so I'm like, I can be late. I don't need to be anywhere. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> I, I'm I'm curious about this strategy you got going with your special, because I don't I don't know if I've seen this one yet. Yeah, uh, uh, me either. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole, the whole idea is that, like, you know, everyone, not everyone, but, you know, a lot of the people that we see out there, comedians who we know, you see they post a couple clips online and they sure. go, go to YouTube and watch my special. Yeah. And inevitably, most people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided to try and kind of meet people where they are. And I'm just going to put this stuff right where it is. And I'm, the whole I'm, thing is clips. Right. I mean, eventually, someday, the secret is the industry secret behind we're peeling back the, the red curtain. Is yeah. I'll put it eventually sure, somewhere, sure. you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere, everywhere it can go. But, uh, but yeah, I, I figured try and make it so the conversation like, lasts a bit longer, I guess. Yeah. And if like what you like is if what you're used to is Instagram and you're kind of or TikTok or whatever, and you're kind of in that flow, you could just keep going as long as you feel like right there, you know? Sure. And what what is the maximum? Listen, uh, I've seen a, a lot of long reels on Instagram. No. What, what What is the max on that? Because I, like, think, a- I think Instagram now is 90 seconds. There are some like different formats on Instagram where you can do like four and five minutes, like maybe IGTV or something like that. But like for reels, the max is 90 seconds. So are and, you write, Are you writing your material then hoping to like clip it into those 90 second bits? Yeah, it's funny. That's what I was about to say is like my stuff is short anyway. Like that's just kind of my style is like very short. And I, I noticed when I was blocking it out and how I was going to cut it up after I filmed it. that I'm like pretty much everything. I don't think there were maybe a couple of jokes that go over 90 seconds youtube shorts is 60 seconds and there are only a few that i couldn't fit into 60 and then i had to make like two parters yeah and there's some that like in 90 seconds they're kind of like two parts or three parts back to back but they really all kind of stand on their own but that's just kind of how my stuff is i write such short if uh, there isn't a joke every like 30 seconds i assume the audience absolutely hates me well and i gotta say that that's a lost art obviously uh if anybody knows me it's playoff season in the nfl and i don't really do much else than watch nfl during the nfl season uh and between two playoff games this weekend i had seen a quick and i think it was a real uh a a mitch hedberg joke and i was like god damn it's been a long time since i've seen hedberg and uh i remember that he had a like quick like 20 some minute comedy central special and i flipped it on just between games and was like, God, that's a lost art, right? It's just like writing those quick, like yeah, yeah. 60 second jokes that just hit and are just like, bam, funny, bam, funny. Uh, and really miss that kind of comedy. The reason we're here is for the jokes. So it's like, sure. everything else is filler. If it's not interesting or funny, what? why are you saying it, right? And it seems like there are definitely like styles that have gotten away from that. Uh, and it's working for people right now. But um, yeah, I hope to be like somewhat unique in that that it's like it is a little like old school style it is it is like set up punchline stand-up comedy you know it's it may be uh maybe nobody likes that anymore but that's what i'm making so we'll see you know <laughs> well you would think you would think with everybody's you know and not to you know discredit people's actual conditions but to kind of summarize it people's add right like sure. everybody wants just yeah. like quick shots yes. quick shots quick yep. shots tiktok yep. is like the biggest possible thing so 
why that wouldn't be the most popular form of yeah. comedy right now is beyond me. Like I just watched Chris Rock's new special, uh, Dave Chappelle's new special, and they've yeah. always kind of been storytellers. Yeah. And I liked both their specials, but at the same time, it was just so long winded. And I, I never yeah. really laughed. I was just like, huh? Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know, yeah, and they both have the benefit of being like wildly famous. Right, it's like, of course. Yeah, you get the two and a half minutes of exposition. Sure. Uh, you, yeah. You've never met me before. You're not going to listen to me talk for three minutes to be like, oh, that was a decent joke. No. <laughs> yeah, and literally, and literally say that. Oh, that yeah. was a pretty funny joke. Not laugh. Yeah. Right. But say right. what a funny yeah. joke you There's brought me to. <laughs> but it's funny how like people, a lot of time people ask me what my style is. And I'm like, oh, I'm just. I'm just telling jokes and they'll kind of laugh. Like, isn't everybody doing that? I'm like, you'd be shocked. I'm yeah, like, not really. <laughs> you would be absolutely shocked how few people are telling jokes. <laughs> Tyler, the, the team us thing. What is that? So you, you like consult with places on how to do comedy in non-comedy places. What is it exactly that? Yeah, that's kind of what it's become. It started as like my two good comedian friends, Vic Pandya and Megan Dirty. We started together and we were like, at that point in your career, we're like, you think you're funny, but you can't really get booked anywhere. So we were just like putting up shows <laughs> wherever we could. Um, and since then, we've all like grown a lot. And so become, is, that, you know, is that you guys reaching out to places and it used to be and now it's much more the other way around like we it's kind of dormant we don't do a ton with it but like when people reach out to us it's a lot of places that are like hey we want to host comedy like what should we do and uh we'll help like we have an we work with a lot of comedians and we'll be like oh we can help send you people we'll help put on a show there we'll come perform there that kind of thing um so it's kind of falling into stuff like that of like someone's looking to do and and there's just certain things where you know like just from doing stand-up every night, you're like, these are the ingredients you need to put on a good show. You know, the room should be dark. You need a spotlight. People should be there on purpose. You know, you pay the comedians, all so that kind of stuff. So you go in there ahead of time and kind of give them like a checklist of like... Yeah, and there, the you know, there's certainly places where it's like, this just doesn't make sense. You know, you think what you want is comedy, but what you are looking for <laughs> is like a, a guy playing a guitar. For yeah, now. get like a local cover band. 100%. <laughs> the, the shocking amount of times people are like, yeah, we're looking for a three-hour-long comedy show, two intermissions, nine drink minimum. We our budget's a dollar. It's like, what do you, <laughs> you know? We yeah. thought we'd pay you in drinks and exposure. You're yeah, like, oh, give, give, give Mike and the Maniacs fifty bucks to play their journey covers. One hundred percent, and they and they would be thrilled to the end of the earth for that. Yeah. So the uh, I was uh, stalking your Instagram a little bit, and you have like a a, a set of hell gig stuff. Is a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> Team Us stuff like you're playing like nursing homes and no, that's just <laughs> really uh, unfortunately voices. that's where my career is at right now. <laughs> you know, but I'm at this point where like you know I've been doing this for a couple of years and I'm, I'm I've gotten better. My my New Year's resolution last year was to start saying no more and I did it I think. But uh, but I I got I was at a point in my career where I'm like I'm just saying yes to everything, especially if it pays like to do stand up because sure, I'm doing this yeah. full time. So it's like I'd rather do a really terrible gig. I'd rather do stand up at a nursing home at two in the afternoon and then do a club show at night, then have a day job and then do a club show. Yeah, I hope that you're it. filming all of those random, random appearances because I don't know. Do, are you familiar with that Tignataro special where she's just like performing in the bat and people's like country backyards for like them and their like extended family? <laughs> oh yes. I, I never end up watching it, but I remember seeing the preview for it. It's, yes. it's, it's very good. And it's so awkward because she's just like in people's like, yeah. Living rooms, living shit, rooms yeah. and they're like yeah. outside. The they like put up like a tra- like a tractor trailer for her to yeah. stand on and do comedy. Like Jeez. that eventually for you could be like an amazing special where it's like, here's yeah. me at the cancer children's ward. <laughs> here's me at the nursing off. home. Not far off. What was the yeah. worst one, Tyler? 
The, uh, people ask that all the time, and I, I almost couldn't even tell you. There's so many that are so bad. It's more, and the problem is, I've done too many of them where like they blur together at this point. Yeah, there are some certainly that are memorable. One is I did like holidays, not this past year, year before a corporate gig. They hired me for like their company holiday party. Is an engineering company. Get there and find out they're a Japanese-based company. Half of their staff don't speak a word of English. <laughs> so they're, they want me to do an hour. They're just staring at you for an hour. like, And they're looking at you like, why is he doing that? <laughs> and, and I'm like, someone asked me to. And, and contra- I'm contractually obligated. Like, if it was up to me, I would have left 15 minutes ago. Yeah. And, and, and they're all, the other thing about, like, maybe it's a cultural thing. They're all, like filming you on their iPhone the entire time. No, I don't think that's so a cultural thing. There is hundreds of hours of iPhone footage of me just pouring sweat, <laughs> bombing to silence for this room full of And then the people who speak English are like, oh, God, this, you know, even they aren't into it. That one sticks out in the memory for sure. I did a nursing home once where a guy died during the show. Oh, no. Uh, and uh, I wish I could say that sucked the air out of the room, but it was uh, it was pretty dead already. It was, uh, it was <laughs> uh, matching the energy already. I love this idea now. I love this idea for a comedy special for you where you take yeah. these actual ridiculous gigs oh. but then cut like skits in the middle of it like <laughs> you know like just 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 nonsense. Yeah. Me, like the one thing that I would you know suggest with the Japanese thing you should learn how to like count to 3 or something in Japanese and like just go oh, with love that, that you know just yes. Yeah, and then like they're ready. They're like, "Oh, this guy, he's gonna speak to us in our native tongue." Yeah, and then and that's just it. English the entire time. And then it's time. me being like, "So dating's tough, huh?" <laughs> Do these oddball gigs make you better in good gigs? Does that make sense? Like, that's what I hope. Yeah, that's part of the reason I'm doing them. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a couple of things. One, in a, in an actual comedy club, a dark room with the stage and the spotlight, you can't fucking scare me. You know, I've, I've been I've been to hell and back. You can't, you know, no regular comedy club audience. It's like I, I feel like I came back from Vietnam. I'm like, oh, you think the DMV is scary? You know, so there's that part of it. And it's just like saying your material out loud, like getting used to like memorizing, not faltering if people don't have the reaction you want. And the other thing, honestly, is like it, it gives you financial runway to keep taking club gigs. They don't pay very well. You know, it's like if I if I can make my money in the afternoon and then go the best shows pay the worst. But they're the ones you want to do. So it's like sure. I can float myself doing a hell gig and then go and take a gig that doesn't pay very well. But I actually get to perform for a good club audience and get to home my material there and get to get clips out of it. And that kind of thing. Mike, if I had like a business, like say I owned like a thrift store. Right. And then like on Tuesday, it wasn't very busy but I still had like some customers I would hire uh, a comedian to perform just like in the back by the Ottomans, because I think it'd be very funny for customers who are coming in, going antiquing. There's just like a comedy show going on. (laughs) Interestingly enough, one of the worst hell gigs I ever did. See, two years ago at the holidays, I did a thrift store, their staff, their staff Christmas party. It was in the store. It's so low budget. It's in the store. They're all sitting on mixed match furniture. And they wanted me to, the guy was like, roast everyone, make fun of us. He told me all this stuff about working there. First of all, they all seem absolutely psychotic. And he's a terrible <laughs> boss. I just laid into him for like 10 minutes. They're dying. They're loving it. Whatever. He wants me to do like an hour long show. I start doing material. They're like, why is he doing that? Yeah, don't be mean just to us. 50 minutes of silence and then i'd be like hey well jeff's an idiot they're like ah, jeff. so they just wanted the roast yeah which like fair enough but like uh man it was brutal otherwise but so I, you know and then after me i had to follow the grinch you know that a guy dressed up like the grinch walking around everyone's like yo the grinch and then i'm up there and they're like what the fuck is this you know? 
Tyler, why why is the Grinch costume becoming a thing? What do they they go and they steal people's presents? Yeah, you go and like be mean, I guess. You know, Terrifying someone's got eggnog, kids. you knock it over or whatever. I, you know, <laughs> for the person in the Grinch costume, honestly, a decent gig. You get a couple hundred bucks to be a dick for a half hour. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that sounds like a dream, actually. Yeah, people, right. If people, you're not people, wearing the if you're not wearing the Grinch costume, you're just an asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I've tried to knock eggnog <laughs> out of people's hands. It does not go over well. Yeah, you're in public being mean to children. They're like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm the Grinch, everybody. Yeah, it's best <laughs> the costume. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, where do I send people? You got Tyler Fowler comedy pretty much everywhere, don't you? Yeah, that's me. Instagram is the main spot. Tyler Fowler comedy on TikTok, the same. I think Twitter's a little bit different, but who uses Twitter anyway? But yeah, Instagram, that's the spot. And that's where I post all my shows, too. So, and, and how, uh, are the, how are these coming out three times a week? You do it yeah, like on Instagram three times a week. Again, like I said, eventually I'll post on Instagram that like the whole thing's going on YouTube. But for now, uh, we're doing three a week on Instagram, Monday, Wednesday, Friday time around noon so tune in do you have interest in physical media i know we're talking about like the way things are now mm. about doing that do you have interest in physical media and putting out an actual album that a person can hold in their hand is there any plans for that yeah that's interesting if i was like bigger i would love to do a vinyl i feel like cds kind of got skipped over like i know a handful of comics who work the road who like still sell cds but like, people buy them and they have nowhere to plant yeah, right. Even like vinyls kind of having a, a resurgence where people are like, oh, I collect vinyls. I bought I bought a, a record player, but like no one's like, oh man, I gotta go and get an old CD player, boombox to play all my CDs. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and that, vinyl feels more like a like a not necessarily a collector's item, but it's like a thing to have. Like, oh yeah, right. I bought the vinyl of that. You know? Yeah, I think I just read was it uh, last year for the first time ever vinyl overtook CD sales, which is oh, just wow. insane to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the comeback. Yep, well, they're absolutely. selling tapes again, man. They're yeah. selling fucking tapes. Yeah. <laughs> which makes no sense the tapes no sound ta terrible. tapes were awful quality that's just like the vhs resurgence for like especially horror fans who are like really into collecting yeah. vhs it's like movies look terrible yeah, yeah. tape what are you doing <laughs> but that's like i guess with the tape that part of the nostalgia i feel like i want to put it in my player and hardly be able to hear it yeah, or see wait. it yeah <laughs> yeah whatever. Tyler, man, we appreciate your time. It was fun talking to you. We should do it again sometime, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. But have a great second show. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tyler. Take care. Thank thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> the fact that I was right and he is just doing podcasts between shows is That's so crazy. funny to yeah, me. Yeah, he had two <laughs> so funny to me. scheduled, Travis. I was like, there's no way this guy's showing up. And he yeah. wasn't even like in a car. No, he, was, like, he wasn't house. in a he wasn't in a car. He was like in a green room. He wasn't in a car. He wasn't in anything. He was just like, now, and he wasn't out of breath or anything. Travis, he was just like, oh, I just did a show. I'm going to do a, a podcast. Motivated quick. individual. That who that is a, a certified professional. He's got two gigs and a podcast. Emails him out of the blue and says, "Hey, can you do eight thirty? And he says, "Sure, no sure. fucking problem." I got fifteen minutes between shows. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> And who knows, the may, he might have multiple podcasts scheduled between those two shows. <laughs> he might have an 845, Travis. Yeah, that's that, insane. That's interesting, though, because I was trying to think of, like, the pluses and minuses of putting your, your special out in, like, 90-second chunks on your Instagram feed. And, like, not having a special that somebody can go watch. You watch the clips, and then I, I guess, as he said, eventually it'll be a whole thing. But that, well, and that, that I would imagine, you know, because... Going. Yeah, that shit lives forever, right? Like, yeah. so obviously Mitch Hedberg is a huge comedian and I'm very familiar with him or whatever. But the reason that I turned on that special was because I was like, 
either flipping through Twitter or flipping through Instagram yeah. and saw like a Mitch Hedberg clip. And I was like, well, fuck, sure. I got 20 minutes, half hour to watch but like a special. So I clip jumped on YouTube. If you're interested in Tyler, you can't go watch the whole no, thing. No, you just got to go watch more clips. Yeah. But I mean, eventually, that's the thing. That's why I say those things live forever. So if he releases the, all of this stuff in these 60 to 90 second clips, eventually he will put the entire special somewhere Yeah. to where people will be like, they'll stumble upon that clip and be like, shit, I got to go watch Tyler's whole special. Smart. Yeah, it's an interesting strategy. I've never seen that one before, Travis. No. Uh, I Innovate. Innovator. I have a pick of the week, Travis. It's a little bit of a, a oddball pick of the week, I'd say. Oh, boy. Um, Travis, Charlie XCX, she's a pop star lady. She uh, has yeah. her own coffee at Dunkin' Donuts now. Travis? I thought they had an ice spice at Dunkin' Donuts. No, Charlie XCX has her coffee now. It's a, it's a cold foam, Travis. They dump a bunch of cinnamon and sugar on the top of it. They put a bunch of caramel in the coffee itself, Travis. It's so fucking good. I've already gotten it like, I got it four times last week. I got it twice this week. I, I'm obsessed with Charlie XCX's coffee, Travis. I, I can't wait to get up in the morning. And drive down to fucking Dunkin' Donuts to get one of these coffees. Those can't be good for you. No, no, they're terrible for you, Travis. That so so the cold foam. Have you had a cold foam from Dunkin' Donuts, Travis? No. It's got like you know how like a beer out of the the tap has like a head on it. Yeah. It like it has this head of like super sugary foam. And so then you drink the coffee up through the foam and like it brings some foam with it. Mm. Oh, it's so good, Travis. So so you're drinking your coffee and caramel sauce through sugar foam? Yes. <laughs> Travis, you got to try it. Stop no, at the Dunkin' Donuts and get you a heart attack coffee. Once, once, once every like six months, I'll get like an iced mocha and I really enjoy them. And I suck them down in like 30 seconds and I'm like, damn, that was good. Can't wait for but six months from now. And I get another one. You of forgot these. the part where they dump like, like a mile of cinnamon and sugar on the top of the cold foam. So it's not just cinnamon. It's the cinnamon sugar blend. Yeah. Like, like that cinnamon toast crunch stuff that I, uh, <laughs> squirt on my, uh, my, uh, French toast. Travis? So it's the solid sugar caramel sauce. Yeah. Spread all inside the cup before they put the coffee oh, three quarters then, up. Travis, okay. So then you drink your coffee, right? And yeah. Like every time you tip it, you can't drink it out of a straw because then you don't get the, the effect. You know, you have to. Yeah. You know, you're not getting that uh, delicious cold foam. Yeah. But then see, so then there's cold foam that like sticks to the top of the lid. And then you just lick the lid out, lid yeah. out when you're done. Yeah. I, I take the lid off and I lick it. Of course you do. It's so good, Travis. I've had like, like seven of them in the last week and a half. That's insane. <laughs> you're an insane person, and I I guarantee you, you're not the only one. There's probably people that have one literally every day. <laughs> Travis, I'm going to mourn when this promotion ends, because then I, I, I'll have to start bringing my own cinnamon and sugar. You could, I, I don't know. I bet Duncan would probably, you could probably custom order that. Uh, if you go to Dunkin' 12 times in a month, Travis, you get boosted status and you get your rewards faster. Oh, sweet. 
I already. I, gu- I guarantee they have all of the ingredients to make that drink. So I bet you once the promotion is over and you can't order Charlie XCX's specific just... coffee, you'd be like, hey, um, I would like you to drizzle caramel sauce in the cup, dump the coffee three quarters of the way through, fill it with cinnamon sugar cold foam. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just go up to the to the counter and be like, hey, you guys remember that Charlie drink? Can you make me one? I'll what pay you should, extra. What you should do next time that you walk up to the counter is be like, tell me exactly how you make that. And then record them saying it. And then once the promotion is over, go in there and don't say anything. And then just play it for the person at the counter. Travis, That's I have to what I justify want. it to my wife. Uh, and, and so like sometimes when we take the dogs, they'll give them both a cup of whipped cream. They'll give them a pup cup, Travis. And so, like, I just tell my wife that the dogs want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Just say, oh, hey, that makes the, sense. The dogs told me they want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, okay, well, if they want to go. Is that because you're saying, is that, is that, are you saying that because it costs like $47 a week to go to Dunkin' Donuts and order these drinks? <laughs> it's probably more than that. <laughs> Those coffees are so expensive, <laughs> Travis. And you got to get a donut. What are you going to do? Just get a coffee? It's no, Dunkin' Donuts, not. not Dunkin' Coffee. You're going to get a half dozen. <laughs> what are you going to get one Dunkin' Donut once you get this $7 coffee? No, Travis, you get a half dozen. I'm going to be living on the street because I'm addicted to Dunkin' coffees. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to your homeless sign is going to be like, uh, we'll suck dick for Charlie XCX. The mortgage drink. company's <laughs> going to call me and say, hey, you're late this month. I mean, fucking the promotion's going to end. I got to keep my boosted status. <laughs> <Dunkin'. laughs> like, okay, your mortgage is late. Have you had the Charlie XCX coffee? <laughs> Travis pick of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. Travis's pick of the week is nothing uh, as exotic as that. Travis's pick of the week this week is uh, the documentary Robert England, American Dreams and Nightmares. It is uh, an examination of Robert England's entire career. Uh, with interviews, obviously, from Robert himself, his wife, and uh, many, many colleagues. Uh, this is an amazing documentary to show you. If you just think Robert England is Freddy Krueger, he had an illustrious clear- career in the 70s before that happened. Was he in Miami um, Vice, Travis? I believe he did have a guest starring role in Miami Vice, to be honest. They don't cover that in there. But he was uh, in a large miniseries and that turned into a series in the early 80s called V. It was about uh, alien lizard people who look like humans uh, trying to take over the earth, but pretending that they were here to be our friends. Uh, He gained international stardom from that and then became Freddy Krueger. And his career obviously changed after that, and he became a genre star. Uh, But it does go through his entire career up until almost current. So it's it's an amazing look, an amazing actor who I, I have idolized for my entire life. And I've always appreciated his acting skills, even outside of Freddy Krueger. Um, um, uh, Robert England, American Dreams and Nightmares is now available for free for you cheapy, cheapy peepees on uh, Pluto and Tubi TV. It's on Pluto. Can you watch on demand stuff on Pluto? Yeah, there's an on demand section on Pluto. All of the things that they play on Pluto. um you can watch on demand. That is actually where I watched uh, Daisy of Love and Rock of Love. And uh, oh, what was that other show that I watched on there? There was some other weird ass 
disgusting. I just watch. Ra- I, yeah, I just watch show. garbage TV on Pluto. Like there's a, like oh, it's a amazing. Judge Judy channel or something. Mm-hmm. Like you know what? I'm just gonna yeah, turn of on Judge Judy until I fall asleep. You know? Yeah. There's so much like Pluto is my go-to. Like if I'm like I don't want to sit down and watch something, but something needs to be on the television because I don't know if, if most people are like me. I'm, I, I would imagine some people turn on music, but I just need the TV on all the time. Yeah. Like I have to have the TV on, so I'll turn on Pluto and just like go to from talking. Right? What's that? Keep the demons from talking. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. can't have things going on in my head in a in a quiet household. Uh, so I just need the television on at all times. So uh, Pluto TV is my go-to. Uh, if you're not familiar with Pluto, there is so much content on Pluto, whether it be reality TV, comedy TV, drama TV, uh, movies, music. It's all there. Some all sorts of bullshit like YouTube stuff curated into different channels. Um, but yeah, uh, Pluto TV is great. And uh, there's a lot of on demand. So if you can suffer through commercials, which I completely can, because it's also it's cheaper and it's free. uh, Jump on Pluto TV. Uh, Watch Robert England, uh, American Dreams and Nightmares. Guys, uh, Tyler's special. It's called My Mom Said I Can't Go. Uh, It's it's eventually going to be uh, elsewhere, but it's on his uh, it's on his TikTok and his YouTube and his Instagram at Tyler Fowler Comedy. Uh, check that out. Tyler's a good guy. Uh, Guess where I'll never watch it on uh, TikTok. Correct. You don't have it yet, do you, Travis? Never will. TikTok. We got to get you on that uh, that Discord, Travis. That's my goal for 2024. It's the year that we get Travis on Discord. I swear I've signed into it before. Is there people I want to talk to on there? Are they fans? Are they it's, it's, uh, it's, people it's we know already? People. It's only our people, Travis. Oh, all right. Well, I'm sending you an invite right now. I swear I'm in it. You did it. All right, man. It's our year, Travis. Watch out for me in Discord. Woohoo! There's a a channel Travis strictly for a uh, Keep It Honk. Oh, I love Keep It Honk. You might want to scroll back through that. That is good. I 100% will scroll back to Keep It Honk. Now that you say that, that's one thing I 1,000% will look at. (laughs) All right, guys, we did it. Thanks. We'll do it again soon. Uh, Party on. See you next time, dogs. listening to this installment of WFOD. If you enjoyed it, subscribe so you don't miss the next one on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or your player of choice. While you're there, please take a moment to share a link, tell a friend, leave a review, or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. 
Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub fod. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You can leave us a question or comment via telephone on the hand hotline at 636-487-HAND or by email at mike at wfodshow.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor yourself for as little as a dollar a month and receive early access to episodes at patreon.com slash wfodicks. Our entire back catalog is available on wfodshow.com, as well as cola rankings, flat drunks, and more. Check us out on social media at wfodshow on Twitter and Instagram, or wfodicks on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care. Did you see I got blocked by Rob Liefeld? (laughs) 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 Like, that guy's such a cunt. Like, I've been following him for a long time, and he's, like, one of the most egotistical fuckheads I've ever seen online. Insanely talented. Yeah, oh, yeah. Love work. And gets shit on all the time, and I get why he gets shit on, because his artwork is, like, it's all the same, and it's whatever. But it's, like, the guy made things happen like he oh, was sure. a huge influence in comics like he he takes all the credit for deadpool which yeah he gets but his deadpool wasn't the deadpool we know today no you know, I there's mean, all he sorts designed of him but i mean he didn't make him what well and also deadpool is deathstroke like deathstroke's been around for a long time yeah. he basically inverted the colors and did what it doesn't matter like he's very influential he's been around for a long time it's fine so i never like I'm always like on his side when people are shitty to him, but like Sunday night, he was just a fuck face. So in, and just put like t- saying RG three was a bust because RG three said he didn't say anything negative about the, about the Rams. He just said Detroit deserved to win that game and good for Jared Goff. And it was like, all I did, I, I, I responded to him after he said RG three was a bust. And I said, uh, I said, uh, this is like a jerk tweet that the jerks to you tweet at you. So, you know, you know what I mean? Something like that. And I was like, that's I love you, Rob, but damn, I mean, that's like super personal to send to a dude just because he said that he was happy that Detroit won a football game. Right. That was saying (laughs) that RG three was a bust. I'm like, what a terrible thing to tweet at somebody, even a public figure, which Rob Liefeld is who gets tweeted 
awful shit all the time. I wouldn't and even also, say RG3 is a bust. I mean, he had a couple of good... I mean, like, he wasn't a well, complete he, bust. He, he got destroyed, like, injury-wise. So, yeah. like, but yeah, I mean, right, exactly. I mean, like, but why would he you... was good, he was really good. He was really good until he got, like, just his fucking knees and legs right. torn to shreds, and then he was just like, oh, can't play football anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, for Rob Liefeld to do that, it's like, dude, people do that to you all the time. Yeah. And you don't like it. Don't do that to this guy. Right. And he blocked me yeah. because I did that. And then not only did he block me, he deleted the tweet to RG3. <laughs> so he realized he realized what a shitty that you thing. were right. Yeah, that I was right. But I just still couldn't take it. <laughs> but I'm still blocked. <laughs> like, I'm well, blocked. whatever. Jokes on you, Rob Liefeld. We're still friends on Facebook. <laughs> Travis, I'm like, I'm blocked by so many weird people. Like, I'm blocked by Roseanne Barr and uh John Cusack and uh Ralph well, Cusack May. blocks everybody. Ralphie May blocked me before he died, so I'm just forever blocked, I guess. I oh, no chance. You can't even look at his ever. old tweets? No, Ralphie May blocked me. You uh, think after somebody dies, Twitter would just be like all of the blocks are unblocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not, not gonna, gonna see, see it. Anymore. it. <laughs> uh Trevor, yeah, I, I'd say if you could uh, when I die, go in and, and unblock everybody. I'll unblock everybody. Yeah, just yep. unblock everybody. It, it's fine. I wish that there was like a list of the people that have you blocked just so that you know. Because I, I mean, like I find them very randomly. Like the gal who directed Punisher 2 has me blocked. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think she blocked me too. You know what happened? I heard her on a podcast and I thought she was really interesting. And I seeked her out. I had never talked to her. I checked. Yeah. I had never Lex talked Lexi to her. Lexi Alexander. And she had me blocked. I was like, what the fuck does this lady have me blocked for? If I if I recall correctly, there was something that went down where you, I, and Dan Fernicase were talking to Lexi Alexander. <laughs> and something happened. I don't even remember what it would have been. That, this is when Twitter used to be fun and everybody used to have a oh, good yeah. time on it was, there. It was fun and it was like yeah. the Wild West, Travis. Yeah, and it was just a good time. Like you could have beef, but it was all in good jokes. It wasn't like so serious. I feel like you, me, and Dan Furnicase had a conversation tagging Lexi Alexander and she like responded to something and we responded and I feel like she blocked all of us. Uh, that Dan Furnicase <laughs> used to get us in all kinds of trouble, Travis. Oh, big time. Big, big time. <laughs>